0: Hello,
1: hello, hello. It's time to be mellow. It's time to be free and happy. Welcome to Stream of Conscious Wesu. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 125. It is the evening and I have the soft lamp light lighting my beautiful face. Um, and today I did something fun. I explored a little bit with a, one of those AI art bots that creates an original art image based on prompts that you give it. And I wanted to show you one that I did this morning where I kind of gave the prompt, colorful, stream, boy, leaning over the water, flowers, sunset, watercolor, vibes, as uh, an idea of, of wanting to see like, hey, maybe this could be something to use for stream of consciousness, West. Um, and so here it is, oh, I gotta share my screen, bang. And I really identify with this. I identify with this as as an aspect of my habitat, you know? Like there is this rich, colorful, swarmy unknown sitting right here in front of me, available to me whenever I want to lean in and cup my hands and take out some of that fresh west water and drink it in or splash it on my face or just simply throw it in the air and recognize that you know water is around us at all times water is is an aspect of the air water is clouds water is our bodies and you know, I've, I've recently felt, I guess in the past year or two, I've kind of caught a lot of glimpses of how metaphors or analogies about water have many different applications uh, into how I live my own life. And, you know, one of the ways that has occurred to me is how I naturally fill up a spaces like this room. Um, and and any room I've ever lived in, that the way that my life flows is just kind of a, if it's put away, it leaves my mind. So, you know, especially something like a, like a hotel room or an Airbnb, that when I was on my road trip last year, there was a lot of places where I would just find myself scattering things about because in a short, super short-term environment, putting things in drawers for me is the fast track to fucking forgetting things and losing shit. And I'm, I'm wanting the things out of my bag so that I can see what I have and what I need and and what I'm doing. And I'm figuring out how like stuff that I use. You know, this Frisbee has been sitting on my piano for weeks. And then the my pair of joggers has been sitting on the edge of the closet for weeks. And to me, I just kind of see that as the way that, you a in a watery world, the edges of the flow accumulate the debris and the algae, excuse me, and living intimate, intimately with someone in a shared bedroom has really been an eye-opener in a way where a lot of my core experiences throughout my life of being uh, privy to hearing someone's opinion about how I'm choosing to keep my space tidy or untidy was my mother, super type A A single thing on a counter is like stressful to her mind and so her coming into a space where I am like the complete opposite gave me a lot of feeling like I was doing something wrong feeling like I needed to not actually keep things tidy but like keep, maintain a low level illusion that I was living in a way that she wasn't going to be stressed out. And I think my mom was undergoing a bit of, uh, you know, trying out different ways of being like, you need to clean your room, but never holding me to some real... Like I wasn't ever punished for it. I wasn't ever withheld anything for it, but it was like, there was like a passive aggressive way of her not trying to be overbearing, but me in my head recognizing like, mom, you do not live here. Like the only experience you have of this is when you come in here to talk to me you know, or like to wake me up in the mornings. And and when I can now recognize that from that experience in my childhood home, feeling like, oh, mom, I don't care, but you care. So now I have to do something about it because you care. Like, where's my autonomy? When I reached a place of being able to do my own thing, I like just went hard on knowing that no one else is in charge of me. I was stressed out by other people being, by my mom being upset. I'm I'm circling. In, In a rebellious way, I was like, oh, I couldn't comfortably be as messy as I wanted to without hearing about it from my mom until I did something to appease her stress. Now I can be as messy as I want. And, and again, it was when I was also heavily smoking weed. So a big part of that was not being as conscious or aware or worried about what I actually like Or what I actually want it's like and I think that's an interesting commentary on what are the habits that you in your life have chosen and what are the habits that feel as if they just happened upon you through your circumstance through your coping mechanisms and when I Can now give myself the tool of thinking about myself in a watery way. I can have some compassion for myself and can recognize that, like, yeah, like water is life, but I don't want my house to be flooded. I don't want my cup of water to be. billing everywhere i don't want to dump it on my computer i don't want to let my comfortability with mess allow the mess to get so big that now i'm i'm stepping over trash or clothes or clutter and then i become comfortable stepping over stuff and then soon it becomes a huge mountain that then starts to feel like, oh, I don't want to clean. And recognizing now living with Lane that, yeah, yeah, no one else is, no one else is in charge of helping me keep my space clean, but me. And I can recognize what small work I can do every day to put forth little tiny efforts so that a mountain of things never piles up. And so that I don't put someone that I love in a position where they have to say, hey, this is getting really messy. Are you going to, are you planning to, could you Because like she will say that to me and she has. And having open communication and then recognizing that when there's less and less passive aggressive behavior from the people in my life trying to talk to me it really highlights how passive aggressive I am with others and shows me exactly what I often do. And it's always been more comfortable for me because I'm, I'm such a, I'm so conflict, conflict averse that it feels like, golly, how am I going to, like, I get, I get into my little brain and say, oh, man, fuck. I wish someone else would, I wish they would do that thing. And then I will say, they haven't done that thing. Oh man, they really ain't fucking doing their thing. And, that, and I will let it build up to get into anger. Because I'm so intimidated and I feel as if it will be uncomfortable for me to speak my truth. And I don't like that it's more comfortable for me to drag myself into self-pity and anger and blame and internal passive aggression and... Than putting off my own tidiness because someone else hasn't been tidy, so why should I? And that is such a slippery slope of feeling like my happiness is in the hands of someone else who I think should know what I prefer without me having to say it and that's such a great lesson that is such a great lesson for me to recognize like i put other people in those positions and when i'm hearing clear loving communication but someone not fearing conflict and someone not fearing that conflict will lead to a strain in relationship, a grudge, a backlash in some way, that that's really important. And that's what I'm building in my life. And I really do see so much of my suppressed patterns of rooting myself in negativity coming out when I have true, honest relationships and that become mirrors that show me exactly what it is that I've been covering up, exactly what it is in my behavior that I've been stepping over and hoping that it will just clean itself up, hoping that one day someone else will say, hey, Wes, we should clean all your stuff up right now. Ready? And I'd be like, yes, thank you. And and I might need that sometimes, but I don't want to need that. And I can be that person to say, hey, Wes, now would be a great time to clean up that little bit of stuff you got everywhere. Because the realization is that you know, again, my classic rebellious nature of just not wanting to do what my fucking mom told me to do out of a desire to differentiate myself, to to express, hey, what bothers me or what bothers you doesn't bother me, so I, this isn't a problem to me, and... And then I root myself so much in that story of this isn't a problem to me, because I want to be right. I want to be right. I wanted my mom to be wrong. She said this is a mess, and then she'd say, "Doesn't this stress? Doesn't this drive you nuts? That all oh, your clothes are everywhere?" And I'd say, "No, I'm fine with it." And perhaps in the truth of my experience of living in that messy childhood bedroom was that I wished it was clean. And that's huge. That's the being unwilling to admit that you've been doing something in a way that you don't like. If this is how I've let it get, then the way for me to feel okay about it is not, ha- hasn't been t- for me to say, I really should clean this up. It's, well, this is how I like it. And it's not, I like to have clean stuff. I like to mop up my space after I use it and it'll get wet tomorrow. And the water, will, most of, lots of the water will evaporate and lots of the things are okay to be building up in their little places. If it becomes where it goes, then that's okay. But I know that doesn't go there. But now it feels like it does because it's been there for weeks. Right? I feel like I like a messy room because I'm constantly telling my mom I do. Because I don't want her to be right about the fact that I just don't want to stop watching TV for 10 minutes to pick up all my shit. My my desk, my whole life, just like a a knickknack table, just like co- just covered a cup from f- five months ago. You know, like papers that I'll never look at, like all these all these things that, in a way, often would start to become invisible to me because then well my my desk is messy so if i want to use my desk as a desk then there's a lot of work to do so then i started to say well i don't even use a desk but i love to have a clean fucking desk you know and i think that yeah i mean this is all just about self-awareness and not and letting go of shame Letting go, you know, like I heard from Pete Holmes who you should check out his podcast. It's one of my favorites, has been for years and years. But he said something a while back about trying to seek out opportunities or or moments of feeling humiliated every day. Of being humiliated. Do you know how, like, we want to avoid humiliation, don't we? But guess what we also want to do? We also want to be humble. Humiliation. Humble. To not be afraid of saying, wow, I really let this room get bad. You're right, Mom. Mom. Thanks for reminding me. Thanks for reminding me of what I know, but that I've been distracting myself from because I'm afraid of admitting that I don't know how to take care of myself right now. And as a child, I shouldn't have known. But I do think there's a level of of masculinity and, and what I witnessed from my father, my father, you know, a hundred times greater of being like, being protective and wanting to always have a way to weasel out and be like, well, but I'm still right. But my way is the right way. Well, I'm, I'm handling it. I'm handling it, you know? Well, that's no, but you said, right? Of being like, Dave, you just lied. Well, but you were the one and immediately flip it. But, you know, if I've done something wrong, I'm gonna point to your wrongness so that I'm not the only one, so that I can distract you and me from my wrongness or or from my mistake. I, I don't wanna be using right or wrong, but there are mistakes that we make. It was a mistake to let my room get messy because The bigger the mess, the harder it is to clean. The longer I let it go, the bigger it gets. The longer I let it go, the bigger it gets. And then the longer I let it go, the easier it is to create a storyline about my own preferences to relieve me from having to take action to correct a mistake that I've made. Ooh. That's tea. Truth, my guy. All right. Fucking post that shit on TikTok, son. All right. We are winding down. It's a late night stream. So let's, uh, let's send it to bed. I'm going to close us off with an epic freestyle. When I was on my trip last year, end of 2020, into uh, the summer of, through the summer of 2021, which I guess now has been over a year ago because I haven't been traveling since, I guess, early August. So yeah, it was literally about an exact year ago when I kind of officially ended my travels. And, uh, And throughout that trip, I was just I was in a position where for the most part I was living in my car and I didn't really and I didn't know anyone so my my outlet my vehicle to expressing myself was through talking into the podcast into TikTok and into freestyle rapping and I created albums you should go check them out on YouTube um, and SoundCloud but yeah so I'm really proud of these I don't know which one I'm gonna pick but it's gonna be awesome so let's close off today's episode 125 125 oh I wanted to calculate this um, so like I said I'm, I'm committing to 365 because that's just classic I'm not gonna do it in 365 days I'm going to commit. Wes, don't podcast every day, bro. Live your fucking life sometimes, okay? That's okay. But 365 more podcasts with the intention to be honing my craft, to be building my business, to be building a community around conscious conversations, self-awareness, and trusting your stream. And, uh... 122 the ikigai episode so what's 122 plus 365 so that would be 122 would be 422 427 487 so we're on our way to episode 487 of stream of conscious west i hope you'll be with me for all or part of that and maybe you joined in at episode 420 and now you're just going back through the archives. Welcome, dear friend. I welcome you. Like I just said, welcome. <laughs> okay, let's let's listen to some epic music that I created. And I'm awesome. And you're awesome too. I'm conscious West. Be your stream of conscious best. Boy. Fading out, fading in. Feeling
0: like I'm always reaching for the next moment. Out, fading in, fading into existence, all my mind is on the highway I'll take to get somewhere else tomorrow, I like to look instead at the place where I am, fade in and fade out, likely I'm feeling like I'm on the down. Proud. I look at you and you've been looking down fading in, fade out You don't always really have to count All of your achievements I've been looking for the reason To fade in and fade out I'm gonna make this life really count Finally, finally, finally Finally showing up in a way that I'm proud I used to feel some type of way I felt like life was on delay Like I was waiting for someone else to say Here you go Here's the life you've dreamed Here you go Right into my lap Here you go all right, Ego baby, ego Fade in and fade out I've been feeling like I want my life to really count Fade in and fade out I've been searching for a reason to look into your eyes Fade in and fade out I'm gonna make my life really count Fade in and fade out This love is overflowing, can you feel it now? Fade and fade out My love, can you see it? It's strong and I'm learning how Fade in and fade
1: out Fade in and fade out So, I believe in you And I believe that we are the ones Find right here in this moment. Fade in, fade out, comes back around. Go easy on yourself. It's going to be okay. <laughs> wow,
0: wow, wow, wow.